Well, then uh, I guess we can start recording for our test. I would, that's what I was, my question was going to be, is this a test? I think it, my mic's off. It's a test. No, your mic's on. No one's cursed yet, so it's not a real test. It's not. That's true. We can't start a test until we say fuck. That's correct. <laughs> Hey, Evan. It's not a good clap. We don't have to sync to anything. <laughs> How's it going? It's going good. Good, good. I'm glad. This is going to be one of those it's podcasts. Be, I, saved, I saved, I purposely didn't get as drunk last night as I could have, so I had a few drinks for today Yeah. to celebrate uh, our contest. It's happening tonight. Yes, uh, yeah. right after we finish recording this. we're gonna Immediately do, following this recording, we're jumping we're into Discord. Trivia. We're going to ring that. No, I'm just <laughs> So importantly, anyone hearing this, it's far too late You're to play. You're way too late to get involved. <laughs> um, but you can bask in the idea of the fact that someone else did win those sleeves. Yeah, and that you can no longer get any. I mean, I guess actually someone could just take our logo. Anyone and wanted print to. Them. They could 100% just <laughs> do it. Uh, we don't care. We don't at all. have the power to inflict a copyright infringement on anyone. No, no, nor do we care to. So feel free to print as many of those sleeves as you like. Yeah. Uh, anyway, today's episode of EDH Wrecked, the podcast about Finite Commander, who hates Thassa's Oracle. More so than ever. More so than ever, thanks just, to uh, the new general. Um, There's just every new one. Every just blue. makes it slightly yeah, worse. Every blue and red general. Um, so we are doing uh, an episode about uh, commanders who have been, because Edgar got printed. Yes, and there's a lot of talks about how he's bad. And there's a lot of hate on him. Yeah. Because I they made one of the most powerful commanders ever, and then for some reason, the next version... Didn't make him as is, powerful. <laughs> what a waste. <laughs> <laughs> Just threw that one away. Um, and then Mark Rosewater even came out and wrote a uh, wrote an article about it. Oh, I didn't see that. Um, yeah, it came out about the fact that people were bitching about it. Essentially, it just boiled down to, we can't oh, please yeah, everyone. We talked about it. We literally talked about it. He mentioned, on his, he mentioned it on his podcast. That's right. Um, but he... Uh, anyway, I pitched to Evan the idea of doing an episode where we chose a few commanders... Uh, that have been printed multiple times in different versions and talk about which ones are better. Yeah. In the 99 and as commanders. Yeah, I mean, it's mostly as a commander, but I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> if there's an exception, we'll explain it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to fire it up. If you don't mind. Sure, Evan. you start it up as Perfect. I'm just uh, uh, queuing up a post to remind people to play trivia. So uh, I chose two of my favorite blue generals. <clears throat> Which would uh, be... Uh, look, you told me I wasn't allowed to do Urza and the Blind Seers. So yeah. So I don't know what you're picking now. It's Sakashima the Imposter oh. and Sakashima <laughs> of a Thousand Faces. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, they are the ultimate in clones. Uh, one, you know what? One is better than the other, and I'll go into why I think so. Uh, I assume the new one <clears> is... The new one's pretty much a straight upgrade. But no. Uh, Sakashima, you're, going, you're going with the bounce effect? Sakashima the Imposter is a 3-1 human rogue for 4. When it comes into play, you may choose a creature in play as it enters play. Choose a creature in play. If you do, it becomes a copy of that creature, except its name is still Sakashima. It's still legendary, and it gains tap 2 and 2 blue. Return it to its hand at the end of turn. The new one, I believe, is a 2-2, uh, but I'll look it up. Sakashima, I just went to the same Sakashima. <laughs> he just clicked past just it. just literally did the same thing. Sakashima of the Thousand Faces is also That's a 3-1 human yeah. rogue. Enters the battlefield as a copy of another creature you control, except it has Sakashima of the Thousand Faces' other abilities, and the other abilities are per partner, and the legend rule doesn't apply to permanents you control. Yes. So, this one is the new hotness, because with all the different partners that came out, she just becomes completely disgusting, and even with some old partners like Vile Smasher. Yeah, because you just copy the other one, yeah, and, and then, then away do you whatever, go. Timna... Vile Smasher, um, it all becomes kind of stupid. It's a great card. Trying to think, uh, uh, Prismatic Piper, Sakashima. Sakashima, Prismatic Piper. You even get to pick the second color. <laughs> You're not held back by anything. <laughs> I think that's a straight win. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how you compete with that. Um, but Sakashima of a Thousand Faces is a, uh, is a G. Like there's no there's no question in my mind that this thing's a monster. Yeah. You pair it up with someone like Chroma, or you know you 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 go silly with something like Kadama. Or something stupid like that, and the old guy Vile Smasher, you just keep dropping big bombs and smashing people for double its casting cost. Yeah, yeah, that's why everyone's playing it. But you're going to tell me it's not the good one? It's. I don't think it's at, It's great. I'm yeah. not saying it's terrible. It's not like another one of my, my choices that's coming up. But, like, 
So this one, my problem with this one is that this can only clone things on your board. Can it? Oh, yes. I never realized that. That is my only Oh, I see. I thought they were the exact same. It was just a straight upgrade. Sakashima, the Reading imposter, the explains it, Garrett. I've uh, never, but I think the problem thing was Sakashima, you always used it to clone your other commanders. You do, so, yes. So uh, I've never, never noticed that you could do other and things. And I'm just saying that I don't like her as much. It's obviously yeah. a powerful card. I'm sure that there were people who would disagree with me, lots of them. And that's fine, because I'm not a tryhard who needs to pair her with a shit general. Like, Fair. I would pair her with an actual shit general if I had to. Like that red guy, where if he deals damage to you, everyone takes that much damage. And then Kettis? nothing would happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> it would just be terrible. It would be a non-buff. But, uh, so uh, but I would argue that Sakashima, the imposter's ability, one, to go back to your hand at the end of turn, Sure, it allows you to reset. Reset it. And two, it can copy the best thing on the board. Yeah, not just your own. Not just your own. Most sac and I mean the the other thing is that this sac scheme of a thousand faces is not going to be played alone. This isn't your your general. Well, it could be, but I don't know it's, why. It's not. So we we <laughs> all know that Sure. You know, there's very few of those new partners that actually get played by themselves, especially from Commander Legends. Where no, because they're not really designed. That they were way. never. Yeah, exactly. Rograk would be the only one that I could think of off the top of my head that you could get away with. Maybe Sengir. Yeah. The rest kind of want your other partners there to do things. Yeah, because they're usually uh, an ability that isn't super great on its own, so yeah. it needs to be paired with another ability. Yeah, exactly. So, I would I would argue. <clears throat> That uh, Sakashima's ability to copy your opponent's things and not have to care about what else you have in your command zone would make it a better a better general. Yeah, that's fair. I could see that. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, I'm just trying to process it because I apparently didn't read the card correctly not. a year ago. <laughs> apparently not. Uh, I I and, and and again, this is gonna kick my own theory. And I own three copies of Sakashima of a Thousand Faces. Like I love that card. Are you you really... I, I love it. It's a great card. I was impressed when I got one when they were like 10 bucks, but no, I got I went, one. I went pretty deep down. And it's not even currently in a deck. Uh, two of my three aren't. But I mean, like, I, I'll run her. I just think that Imposter is a better general. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. I, I don't know if anyone would argue on its own. Uh, yeah, I'll agree with that. Well, thank you, Evan. <laughs> I don't often agree with you. <laughs> so, uh, Do I want to hear your first general? Uh, you don't. I, I don't, but, uh, but, I'll, but I'll take it. But uh, I promised you this one. So I was going to oh, talk about Obnixilis. Yeah, this is a good one. Um, because Obnixilis has gotten a raw deal, and he has three legendary creatures. Yes. And they're all kind of bad. So which two are you picking? I, I was just going to... Briefly talk about all of them because oh, okay. uh, two of them are really like the the demon ones. Like nobody runs as commanders. The only cool trick is one of the demon ones has that stupid like whenever someone searches a library. Yeah. So you just cast the the card that forces people to search their library. Scheming symmetry or Marilyn. Yeah, th but there's like two cards. Marilyn kills it. you real it's, quick. It's not, that's true. <laughs> um, it's uh, so yeah. Anyway, Obnixilis. Uh, there's one where it's. Um, does Black Obnixit have any... Ignited? Reignited? Reignited, I think. Um, if an opponent searches their library, they lose 10 life and sack a creature. And every time a creature dies, dies, it gets a 1-1 one, one counter. Yeah. It's a fun card to put in a deck because it basically says, don't search your library. Um, but uh, there's like Field of Ruin and Scheming Symmetry in Maryland are like the only ways to force someone. They're all just maze. Um, reignited is the other planeswalker. Oh, okay. What is it? Uh, unshackled. It's unshackled. Obnix yeah. See, there's too many Obnixilises. Because there's two Planeswalkers. There then there's the Planeswalker that can be your general. Yeah. Then there's the two legendary creatures. Um, yeah, so Obnixilis Unshackled. Uh, fun card. Not a good commander. There's just so no way to play around it very easily. Um, Obnixilis Unshackled with Marilyn. Is about And then one. you drop uh, that 6-5 demon that you run in Mogus. Cezanne the Pervert. Sure, Manic and then more. force everyone oh, to lose to thirty life I at the guess. start of thirty-two life at the start of their turn. <laughs> I guess you win pretty quickly. I just don't—is that going to be fun, or is it just like, hey, can I assemble these three cards? <laughs> well, I mean, you're in black; you could probably assemble them fairly quick maybe, if tutors. Maybe uh, it, it's a it's a janky one. Anyhow, um, the sorry. other Obnixilis is the Landfall one, um, which is a great card in things like uh, Lord Windgrace. Um, the Fallen, I believe. Yes. Uh, but I've never seen anyone attempt to play as a commander. Uh, it's 
three and two black, three, three. Landfall, whenever land enters the battlefield under control, you may have target player lose three life. If you do, put three one one counters on obviously the fallen. The problem is just <coughs> black landfall just doesn't have support. Yeah, it's not, it's not real. You can put in like the Liliana to tutor for it. Um, you can put in for a land, but then you have to play it. You can put in like sort of the animus, but like the previous Obnix list, there's only a handful of cards yeah, that yeah. actually support this. So it just doesn't work very well. Um, but if you throw Obnixilis in, like, a Golgari deck, it's really good. Also, I'd like to point <laughs> out that uh, this is probably the dumbest art I've ever seen on a demon, ever. Why? Especially a lord. Look at the face on that thing. This I thing mean... looks like an idiot. <laughs> okay. He's surprised because I think <laughs> when I was reading about him, it's because the, like, Hadron in his forehead makes his wings fall off, and I think that's the shock of him. So they chose is, that scene to I be the picture? So, yeah. Of, oh! The mm. scene of him failing miserably. Mm. Yeah. Is uh, is Hazard. Uh, so anyway, uh, and then his other one is uh, Obnixilis at the Black Rose, which is one of the original like uh, Planeswalker. Black Oak. Um, Planeswalker commanders. Uh, his plus two is, uh, he costs five, which is already a problem. Each opponent loses one life. You gain life equal to the life lost. That's his plus two. So okay. fairly, fairly weak in a commander game. Uh, everyone loses one and you gain three effectively. Uh, minus two is put a 5-5 five, five black demon token into the battlefield, and you lose two life, because okay. apparently putting yeah. the demon in was too good. Seems all right. Uh, and then the minus eight is you get an emblem with pay two, sacrifice a creature. You gain X life and draw X cards, where X is the sacrifice creature's power, which is pretty good. Yeah. But at minus eight, you have to plus them three times to get there. Um, it, it's just a long... To have a five-drop general that you can't alt for three turns... Uh, makes it a little hard to rely on that. I believe one uh, of our listeners runs this deck, one of our early oh yeah? fans. Yeah, this was the... Okay, I'd like to play against I it. I faced off against it online. I feel like it's an interesting one. It's just like it hasn't met the curve. Like, it's just too slow. Yeah. Um, and But, you know, all like, Freylise is, like, the only one that I think that survived the original sort of... Uh, Teferi. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, Teferi's garbage. No one plays it in ARFs because it's an <laughs> infinite combo deck. Yeah, That's I mean, why I don't I mean, see that one. I didn't say that it was, it was a good thing for us. Um, people play it. But yeah, so there's lots of Obnixilis, uh, even as a human, even as a demon. Uh, it's just they're so narrow and they're so like off track from black. Um, they just don't match up with what black's been doing super well. I think it's um, just like so a low-key way to make Obnixilis like just a bad, bad guy. Maybe. Like, like the best card is this one you have, the Hate Twisted. I like that one. Yeah, the two other Planeswalkers are the best one. The Hate yeah. Twisted and then the Obnixilis, the, yeah. the the one that you thought was the uh, Reignited. Yeah, so, so those are actually the best Obnixiluses. Yeah. Um, then by far. There's so I just want to point out that Obnixilis has been getting a raw deal. Yeah. Uh, I think that I think that Obnixilis though I think I'm on to something with the fact like I think he's like the bumbling like Hydra agent of like black bad guys. Yeah, you I mean, know? that could work. He's I like, mean, I tried to read you know, a little the, bit about them. The Spider-Man movie with like, like the shocker. He's a bit of a loser. That's who he is. Is the guy that like <laughs> blows himself backwards and Spider-Man's just like what he's, are you doing? He's the polka yeah. dot man of Yeah, yeah. Doesn't Zendikar. Gideon <laughs> doesn't Gideon like ride him? Or is that Rakdos that he rides? Uh, Rakdos, I think. Yeah, he takes control of Rakdos. Yeah, there's a yeah. card that shows that. Yeah, but he yeah. looks like Rakdos, but he's like bad Rakdos. He's like Costco Rakdos. <laughs> no name brand. No name brand. So uh, anyway, Off uh, brand. he doesn't really have any like synergies that are the same throughout it. He's just no. very different every time. But yeah. every time he's just not quite He's just quite a, right. Just a shade off. Yeah. Just a shade off. Like I, so. I honestly I think the draw one, the search your your deck, kill a creature thing. It's great, but it's a not great as a commander. Thing. But uh, yeah, it it doesn't have enough support in mono black. No, I mean it doesn't have enough support at all. But like, <laughs> especially in mono black, uh, yeah. there's very few ways, like you said, to force someone to search their deck. Yeah, you'll discover most of them say may. Yeah, yeah. And so they'll be like, well, I obviously don't want to. Well, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so those are th- those were good. Those were good. Now, which one? Which one's the best out of them? Which one? I think the planeswalker is the most interesting one. Okay. Just because it has a bunch of different abilities, I don't know if it's good. <laughs> but, per se, but like it could be fun. I don't know. I like the idea of it, but uh, the other ones I like better in a deck. You'd never put Obnixilis of the Black Oath in a deck. No, no, that's that's <laughs> that seems a little It'd bendy. Be terrible. Uh, the other two great in decks. As a, <clears throat> if I had to build one of the three, I'd build the Planeswalker one. Yeah, if you were forced at gunpoint sure. yeah, to yeah. build one of the three, I mean, I, that... I'd take the bullet. But otherwise. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
So, uh, so my next choice uh, steps up the power level a little bit, Evan. Mine definitely steps down from here. I okay. Think. <laughs> well, my next one ramps it up a little bit. Ramps its way through mono green goodness. So you told me these, and I still we can't guess what they are. We all know who the, uh, Maltani. who the best eight-drop green general is. Uh, one of the Kamigawa spirits. It is Vorinclex oh. and his friend <laughs> Vorinclex. They never explained why Vorinclex was on Keldheim, have they? I don't know. I stopped paying attention to the really story. I think he survived They really thought they were really going like to tease the rest of the Phyrexians this year. Yeah, no. But I feel like given the decks, the sets coming out, it doesn't really feel like the Phyrexians are here till maybe the Brothers War. Yeah, and even at the Brothers War, they would be, they wouldn't be... They weren't fighting the Phyrexians. Well, the, the, Praetors, the Praetors wouldn't be involved. This Dom was Dominaria Reignited or whatever? Yeah. It is similar to Obnixilis there. I think that... Ooh, maybe he'll be there. Maybe we'll get another garbage Obnixilis. <laughs> anyway, uh, Vorinclex... The two versions of Orinclex are very dissimilar. This is a tough one of which one's better. Well, I mean, there's, it depends on what you mean by better. So the original Vorinclex, which was printed in, uh, I believe, New Phyrexia. Yeah, and then reprinted in... In, in Iconic Masters, and then oh. we just got some people, if you're not in Canada, got... Uh, yeah, how long have you been waiting for that? A month and a half. Uh, <laughs> about six weeks. So Vorinclex, the Voice of Hunger, is an eight-drop legendary Praetor. Trample, whenever you tap a land for mana, add one mana to your mana pool of any type that land produced. He's a 7-6. Great. Oh, wait, I forgot. Right. Because that would have been a really good general on its own. Sure, but Great it wouldn't be a Praetor then. Instead, they added, whenever an opponent taps a land for mana, that <laughs> land doesn't untap during its controller's next to the tap step. Yeah. So this is the one every time someone plays it, it's like, okay, one of us has to take the dive. Who's losing their mana? Uh, I can tap out and kill it. Okay. Remember me, because I can't do anything next. The last turn. <laughs> two, so so I've built in 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 uh, preparing for the Praetor set that I ordered because I already owned the Judge promo. Uh, Ellis Norn and I got yep. a hold of a, a foil other other Vorinclex Monstrous Raider. Yep. Uh, in um, Phyrexian, so I ordered the Phyrexian language ones. Of these in preparation, of course, I built all the decks. You've played yep. against them. I've never lived <laughs> through no. casting him. So instead of killing me, or instead of Killing Vorinclex, yeah. they'll tap out and just kill me. Like they'll do it, everything they it's can. Because if he's that just such a hateful out, you're, creature. You're it's, just done. It's hateful. Once you realize hateful. that you're like, wait, I can only play every other turn. It only works when I play my Tanifa deck because my lands phase out, and so I don't care that they don't yes, have that. Yeah. If I played you Vorinclex versus that, I would let Vorinclex stay because the other two would just die. <laughs> yes. Um, so this guy, uh, Vorinclex, of course, Force of Hunger, was one of the OG, like, hateful, hateful, hateful creatures. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can't think of any that I played in my, like, in the history of me playing Magic that you hated as much as this asshole when he came down. It's Maybe Jenga Tax, this is up there for just, like, straight hate. Yeah. It, 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 Vorinclex is probably worse than Jenga Taxes. Discarding your hand's bad if you have a big hand, but yeah. if you've got like two cards, you're like, all right, well that sucks. But one of the but things that clicks like there's you you have lands like there's yeah. no way to play yeah. without them. Um, one of the things about about Vorinclex versus Jenga Taxes is the uh, or the other Praetors really is that uh, most of the other Praetors like when you look at the other ones, they all have this like weird static effect that that. Uh, well, they'll have a bonus, and then a they do, a, a bane, but they don't a have like a, a uh, like. So this guy here, not only does he he gives it because Elishnorn gives a plus two, plus two, minus two, minus two. Yeah, Jinga Tax gives draw seven, discard seven. Yeah, pretty much. Or maximum hand size it's, seven it's, less. He's as worded the weirdest. Um, and then you have uh, you have uh, Shieldred, bring creature back, sack creature. He's yeah. probably the easiest to deal with. Yeah. And then there's uh, Urbrask, which is your creature coming to play tapped. Mine come in. With, with haste. haste, yeah. This guy punishes you for two turns. Yeah, true. Like, the thing is, is that you well, tap your mana, it's trying and then to you be, miss your next turn. I think it's trying to be like Urbrask, where it comes in tapped, except for the fact that creatures don't matter. Land yeah, is t yeah, tapped okay. is like cool. I can't block, yeah. which is the biggest problem. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, you know, you weren't using your creature yeah. <laughs> when it came into play, unless it had haste, you weren't going to use it's it anyway. It was just going to block. It was just going to block. But um, this Vorinclex is legitimately yeah. like a you're, you're set back. Yeah. Like with Elish Norn, you just don't play into it. You know, you, eh, whatever, I'm going to get around this by playing a bigger creature maybe. Yeah. But this guy, there's no getting around it. If he resolves, the next time you want to do something, 
That's your only thing you're going to do they, for two They turns. were trying to go with, because they're always like a mirror. They're trying to go with like, you tap <laughs> for land, you get du- yeah, mana, yeah. you get double. Your opponent taps for land, they get half. But they can't make you make half, half of mana. mana. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. could say your mana pool is depleted by, or whatever, but that'd be... No, it'd be too yeah, complicated. Be, so they basically the cognitive load they did of that half over two high. turns. Be way too high of a cognitive oh, load. Oh, definitely. Fucking. That's gonna come. Up. Anyway, that's gonna come uh, up in our trivia. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I made that a new uh, question. So that was that Vorinclex. The new version of Vorinclex is Monstrous Raider, who drops two cost off of him, so he's a six drop. Trample haste. Yeah, that haste is key, though. It is huge. Uh, he's a six six. I also built this guy. If you would put one or more counters on a permanent or player, put twice as many of that counter on that permanent or player instead. If an opponent would put one or more counters on a permanent or player, they put half that many rounded down. Yes. So the two keys to this guy is haste. And he doesn't work with Planeswalkers. Uh, he does work with Planeswalkers. Does he? Yeah. The In fact, he... he, puts he them on. Oh, it's just doubling season doesn't work. It, doubling season doesn't work yeah. with the pluses. This guy doesn't care because it doesn't care about the cost. Um, so... The the big part about this guy is that if you don't play counters, then you don't care about his downside. Yeah, that's what the right. difference with the other one is. You ba- you you pretty much have to play lands. I'm sure yeah. someone out there can inform me of how they don't, but you pretty much have to play lands. Rocks. You can um. play. You can play without <laughs> counters. At which point. The downside isn't that bad. Now, if you are playing a counter deck, that downside crushes you. It's, it's a crippling effect. If you, like if you have even a couple Planeswalkers out that have a plus one effect, you're yeah. never alting your commander. No, like, you're, you're never alting You're never doing anything with them. You can still... Pl- they just get zero. Sure, they're going to die quickly. Yeah. But, uh, Especially so when a 6-6 six, six trample haste that gets buffed doubly from yeah, all your counters. Yeah, so the, the big thing about this guy is that if you have some mana left over and you can give him some counters when he comes in... He becomes yeah. a real threat. Do you play Evolutionary Escalation? It's a card I always want to put the in the deck. three counters on one of yours and then you're three on the other. No, I don't. Super good on Vorin Clicks. Yeah, I probably should. It'd be like, I'll put six on Vorin Clicks and you can have one. Oh, I'll put 12 <laughs> if I have a real doubling season O2. Sure. But that's a fun card that I don't think enough people play, but uh, <laughs> I just don't have a deck for it to fit in. I don't even own one. I don't know. I've, I've it came in uh, the, the, the King's pre-con that's no. why i have it oh well um but it'd be really funny in boring clicks but he's a uh, I like i said i have both the decks so i could say right now that my favorite of the two decks is the monstrous raider yeah he's it, ironically enough he's more dangerous um he gets bigger faster the things you want to play in the yeah. deck push yourself towards super aggro but the difference is that boring clicks <clears throat> can be super aggro and good for you yeah, but the other Vorinclex is so bad for everyone else. They have you're to arch band enemy. together. Right, yeah. You're arch enemy, and mono green in a casual environment or in a CDH environment can't can't hang arch enemy. Mono no. green can't do it. You can kill people, but you yeah. can't have everyone come at you. Yeah, you don't have enough removal. You, no one runs like five fogs, which is what it would take. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I mean, it, mono green has a very difficult time when two or three people gang up on them. Yeah, which because is most of the time you have to pick work. off people one at a time. So I would argue that the other one's more powerful, but it's a worse, it's a general, worse general for that reason. It is, yeah. It's a worse commander. <laughs> because um, the hate it takes is so overpowering. Yeah, you can't you can't just, like, I play, like I said, I play all the uh, Praetors. Elish Norn takes a lot of hate, but white can hold that hate because of its board wipes yeah. and its removal. I well, can get rid play, of the pieces that play, I want. You play Elish Norn and then Elspeth. Yeah, I token and you're up. Making three, and then, three, one, three threes, and yeah. you're, you're yeah. doing pretty well. And then well. I create some angels to block flying, and then you kind of bunker down. Then you play Cormus Bell. Yeah, and that's with Urborg. <laughs> that's all. Which now everyone's decided is super good with the slug, as it's if they just forgot terrible. forgot that this was a thing you could and do by, with other generals By in everyone, the past. he means the people on that dumbass Facebook group are part of. <laughs> now, I will point it's out... Like, but Cormus Bell's price is creeping up, because yeah. people are like, just discovered this combo. Elish Norn, yeah, yeah. Elish Norn's been out for like ten years. It's been possible. Well, you could to do, do it because there's Elish Norn. There's, uh, there's. Well, I mean, any of those commanders do it. So Elish Norn. You could have done it with Caravec that came out in Core Twenty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Nobody cared. And then you could do it with that other white general that bounces himself, Krovax. Yep. Uh, he could do it because he'll yeah. just kill all the one ones, which they are. Yeah, like, exactly. Uh, so the Cormos Bell Urborg Elish Norn is in my deck. Yep. And if you see, if anyone out there in, in EDH Rectland sees someone play Elish Norn and Cormos Bell, kill one of them. Yeah, because you can't respond to the you can't Ur- respell to Urborg. The correct play to do it is to get them both out. Yeah, and then, then get Urborg. Because yeah. they can't, it's a state-based. It just automatically happens. You, you can't, can't respond, respond to a land, land drop. Yeah, so. 
But if you have Urborg out, then everyone knows that Cormus Bell, like, oh, save that counter spell. Yeah. But if Cormus Bell came out, there's no saving a counter spell. The Urborg can't the be stopped. going to happen <laughs> uh, regardless. So yeah. there are some key points to know if you're playing against someone who does run that kind of garbage. Not saying that I have ever dropped that on Evan. <laughs> or that Evan thought one time he might be able to play through it. Evan did think that. Uh, uh, he was wrong. Uh, two turns later, he's like, oh, no, wait, never mind. <laughs> so Voron Collects Monsters Raider is the better commander, although the other one is a more powerful card. Yep. All right, since uh, we're going high-powered, I'm going with Squee. Hey, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with Squee, man. So uh, two Squees. They're the very similar. I'll say that first off. Yes, but I'm mostly pointing this out because the second one I'll talk about, uh, you mentioned a way to build it, and then I realized another way to build it. And once I mention it, you'll be like, yeah, okay, you should build this. <laughs> you All should right. build this general. Lay it on me. Uh, so the first uh, Squee was Squee uh, Goblin Nabob. I, I believe from Mercadium Masks originally. Yeah, like way back when. Um, he is two and a Red for a 1-1, one, one, mm -hmm. very oh, powerful, aggressively powerful. costed. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may return Squee uh, from your graveyard to your hand. Uh, so the only point of Squee is because red, and it's getting more and more to the point where throwing Squee into a red deck isn't a bad idea. No. Um, red has a lot of uh, discard a card, draw two cards. Uh, and like Keldheim had a new one, and I think the D&D &D had a new one that makes treasures. Um there's uh there's just a bunch and the advantage is if you have squee in your graveyard um then it's no longer like you know play a spell and discard a card <coughs> to draw two so it's two for two yeah uh because one of them was free so you're you're gaining cards mm -hmm. because you have squee now the problem as a commander is you have to play him and then have him die um but and he's a one one so Oh, is it? Brian's pointing yeah. out that if anyone's been listening for 25 minutes, my jacket's been rubbing against my <laughs> mic the whole time. And by jacket, um, he means just a little vest that you put uh, over top of a yeah, sweater. Yeah, I know. Because Evan uh, needs to stay stylish. I want to go for the <laughs> Marty McFly look today. <laughs> McFly, um, I'm talking to you. So Squee uh, is, is a fun card, but I said as a general, you, you cast him and then you have to kill him. Uh, which, I mean, you could just leave him up as a blocker but uh, and wait for someone to, to swing yeah, into mean, him. But yeah. you need him in your graveyard so you can flip him to your hand. Um, and then you can just pitch him constantly, draw. They made and these he's really things. good in that. So but they, then they did make these things, Evan. And I believe they're called... They're called sack outlets? Alters. <laughs> and they work really well in mono-red, too. Altar of Dementia, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Altar I was like, <laughs> Altar card? Altar? What are you talking Phyrexian about? Phyrexian Altar. Yeah, yes, yeah but, okay. but the problem is then, like, what do you theme the deck around? Because if you put a bunch of sack outlets in, what else are you putting into? Because you're not just going to put an Altar just to sack squeeze. It's red. Squee. It's red. I what, don't, what are you know. else going to do you, with gonna, it? What are you going to do with red anyway? So, uh, like, th I guess the way to do it would be, like, to play an aggressive Goblin deck or something and yeah. just use it uh, to help with card draw. Just build build goblins, swing, kill skill squee, play your goblin bombardment, play your skirk prospector, yeah. uh, kill squee, and just use it to fuel card advantage. <coughs> um, I think he's better. He get, needs more credit than the 24 decks I see here. A shame. Um, but <laughs> but uh, so that's that one. And the other one came from when they returned to Dominaria. They did, yeah. Uh, squee the Immortal. And his art is way worse because he looks like he has a bit too human a face. Um, so it's kind of Shakespeare thing, kind of hideous like, uh, to look at. Yeah. Uh, but Squee the Immortal is one red red for a two one, so straight upgrade right there. Uh, you may cast Squee the Immortal from your graveyard or from exile. Yes. Um, so sort of the same thing, except the other one flips to your hand, and then you have to cast it. Uh, this one you can cast it from your graveyard. Uh, so you don't get the draw stuff, but uh, what you get is uh, two things. Uh, one, you pointed out, uh, you don't have commander tax if you yes. cast him from exile because he doesn't go to the command zone. Yep. So you put him in the graveyard, you put him in exile, away you go. Uh, so Brian was pitching uh, like a week or two ago to play him uh, Voltron. Mm -hmm. Because he only ever costs three, so you can rebuild <coughs> fairly quickly. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be a really funny deck. Uh, the other thing I realized is he works really well with Worldfire. He does. Because yeah. he only costs three. Yeah. So you cast Worldfire, you exile him, no matter if he's in your graveyard or wherever. And then for three, you cast you him, him when everyone's up. at one life and he's a two one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like it. So that's my pitch, uh, that Squee is better than you give credit for. I think you could have a lot of fun with them, I think but they're usually just sort of discarded as terrible. But now that Worldfire's back, I think Squee, the Immortal, should get more of a showing. He should <laughs> have an uptick of that 132 decks. Yeah, uh, yeah. The other thing that people, of course, use, I think you're right, the Immortal is 
a better commander because the Goblin Nabob isn't a real commander. It wouldn't build no, Squee it, Goblin Nabob. <laughs> no. But Squee goes in a lot of decks where you have to put cards into graveyards, discard cards, yeah. um, bring cards. Like He's really good on engines where that require you to put cards away and bring them back. Like, for example, when you use... Uh, um, I can never remember the name of that damn black spell. It's an enchantment where you can discard a creature card, bring a creature back to your hand. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but sure. Something yeah. something to do with dungeon, I think. Anyway, uh, he's really good in things like that, where you manipulate your graveyard, yeah. right? And you need a card in hand to do it, or you need something out to do it. Yeah. Um, he always comes back to yeah. hand. That's the advantage. Is is the the other one? Yeah, in hand, and then you can pitch him again for whatever. Yeah. Any time you have like a red and a color <coughs> where pitching is part of a cost, super good. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, even even faithless looting. Yeah, you know uh, the the other ones, cathartic, whatever. Yeah, that's what know. I was talking about. There's just so many of them. Yeah. They just keep making more. They do. Uh, you suddenly aren't at a card sort of like status quo. Running that red impulse. Yeah, um, Squee the Immortal only is better because there's an actual win con with World Fire now. There, yeah, win con. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's an actual win con here. You just need uh, you before just need that, twelve uh, mana. Uh, right? I don't know, but well, you World, know. World Fire is nine. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you just need 12. Just float through. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Sure. Yeah, Red gets there all the time. Ma one mana geyser and you've got it. That is true. <laughs> I'd be worried about mana geyser if uh, if someone played that and I was, and they were on Squee. Um, but what's great is you could cast Squee beforehand and just to get exiled, it, it doesn't gain the commander tax, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, no. You can do whatever you he's, want. Squee can die six times. And he's a three still drop. Cost, he's always a three you drop. still only need 12 mana with the world fire. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree with all those points. Um, yeah. we're gonna move on to uh, we're gonna move on to vampires. Uh, sure. But we're not gonna move on to the vampire that everyone thinks we're gonna because there's no point talking about the two Edgars. Because we did it last week, pretty and much. And one's fucking broken. You also built the other one. We're gonna talk about Sengir. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. So, uh, Sengir has two versions. There they is should go back to Homelands. I would. Love it if they went back to Homelands. Like what, Fallen like, Empires. Like Homelands. Sarpedia. Go back. Homelands done right would be an awesome Acacia. Setup. They've gone back to Kamigawa, so we've got hope that they'll well, go they back haven't, to... They haven't gone back yet. Wow. They're going back to Kamigawa. I don't know what it's... It's going to be a weird set. Ninjas but. and lasers. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> Spirits and robots. It's going to be Deus Ex if you've ever played those video games. No, I assume I it was so, cyberpunk. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's like some cyberpunk, yeah. like sort of like cybernetic upgrades in like a flashy city. It's 100%. But the old one was like humans versus spirits. Do you think the spirits will just be like... Oh, yeah, like no, cybernetic they'll spirits no, no, they'll, now. No, they'll be like floating in amongst the machines. That's what I'm hoping. Ghost is like a ghost holding like a yeah, machine armor, machine armor like yeah. the Terminator but ethereal. That's what I'm hoping <laughs> for. Um, so Sengir had two forms. There was uh, Baron Sengir, the original, uh, and then yeah, there was the OP, the, the one from Commander Legends, Sengir the Dark Baron. So Baron Sengir was a five-five-eight drop. Black vampire. Yeah, and he uh, wasn't a vampire originally. Well, none of them were because they were just legends. <laughs> sure, but he's like regenerate. Does he regenerate <clears throat> another target vampire? Yes. He can't regenerate himself. Uh, right? I don't know if up. they errated him. Because when out. I used to play, well, you're not going to find it on that website. No, 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 no. Um, when uh, when I used to play it, that was a complaint that he couldn't regenerate himself, and I, so I assume they kept it because I used to play it, you know, back before yeah. EDH. Days. It's another target vampire. Yeah, so he okay. is now a vampire noble. So he's a flying 5/5 five five who costs 5 and triple black. It's pretty solid. Uh, whenever a creature dealt damage by Baron Sengir this turn dies, put a plus 2 plus 2 counter on Baron Sengir. List, baby. It is a <laughs> sweet ability to uh, be fair. Yeah, it's hilarious. And then you simply tap him to regenerate another target vampire. Yeah. Which is pretty good. If if he wasn't a, a, an a, eight drop. a monstrously big vampire, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> tapping him seems. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of vigilance in black. Okay, um, yeah, no problem. So that was his OG form back in Homelands, back when they didn't understand how to balance things. You know, back when plus two plus two counters existed. <laughs> yeah, well, that's like that's the fun reason to play him. Yeah. yeah. Now, if only he had like a pain, like they made um, uh, whatever the the rack the the Rakdos um, that like there's there's the Sengir from it might be Dominaria again that like pings and it also it's like this it it gets bigger but it has a ping ability oh. but it's like black with a, a Rakdos ability uh, well you're looking I will go find it's out a Sengir yeah yeah it's like Sengir something um, no one plays it but he's actually fairly good 
Uh, oh, it's that. Yeah, yeah. He's black, but he has Kurt, a red. He has a red activated ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kurt Kazarov, Sangir yeah. Pure Blood. Whenever a creature an opponent controls is dealt damage, uh, put a one-one. Oh, it's just dealt damage. Put a one-one counter on him for four. Uh, he deals two damage target creature. Yeah, so a seven drop for four-four. He was like a new version of Bangir. Bang. Bangir. That's his Bang-gear. name from now on. Bangir. Baron Sangir. So, so we got Bangir. <laughs> and then on the other side, we have Sanger the Dark Baron, who was printed in Commander Legends. And this was them fixing Baron Sanger, but trying to keep him on point. I yeah, feel. he gets two 1-1 one, one counters so, instead of... Yeah, whenever another creature dies, he doesn't have to do it. Put yep. two 1-1 one, one counters onto him. He is flying. He's a 4-4 four, four for 6. Uh, but the cool part is whenever another player loses the game, you gain life equal to that player's life total as the turn began. Uh, Evan has already pointed out that I, I he will like that. never tell you what the life total is if you no. play... You have to pay attention. Because it annoys me. But then, to be fair, this card's been out for a year. I've <coughs> never seen that trigger. I've triggered it twice. I've obviously worked yeah, in those games. Were, I think you were, but you, I don't think you died when uh, when he was out. Um, but it, it happens very rarely. Also... But I like that the new one uh, is a little bit... like The old one has like an aggressive ability and then a defensive ability. So yeah. it kind of clashes. Uh, the new one just has like... An aggressive ability, and then a passive ability that makes so it for aggression. Matter. But like, but you want to be aggressive. Like, Sanger yeah, the Dark Vampire. Awesome. But and but you want someone to die too. Yeah. Uh, he also has partner. So when I built him, I yeah. built him and Tevish Zad. He doesn't partner well with anyone. Surprisingly, turns out he partners pretty well with Tevish Zad, who creates thralls and then kills them. Yes, that's the best you can Works get. But good. he's kind of weird in the so far as there just doesn't feel <clears> like there's a very good. No. Like, a lot of the partners you know are like, here's the one you partner with. but You know who he'd be really good with? Uh, no. Sakashima of a Thousand Faces. Sure, sure have two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think that would It be. would double the life gain, though. They would both trigger. It would be good. So yeah, if I yeah. kill you when you're at 20 life, I gain 40. Yeah. Th- yeah. I feel good about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... So we have, <laughs> we found a partner. He uh, would partner well with Vorinclex. He would partner great with Vorinclex <laughs> if Vorinclex had a partner. <laughs> um, so Sengir the Dark Baron is obviously, this is going to be, this is one of those comparisons that it isn't really a comparison because no, the original Baron Sengir, as fun as his two powers are, and I mean, they're both really cool powers, like yeah. getting too bigger just for killing a creature and you just deal damage to it. So if you had the ability to ping with him, yeah. You know, you find some sort of artifact that can ping. You ping. You put a bow. Kill on the him. creature. He gets to a plus two, plus two counter. You yeah. could proliferate that motherfucker because that's what I used to do in uh, Atraxa was turn yeah. her into a chimera and sack those little artifact chimeras. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but his other power, if he was smaller, it would be a cooler power. But you're, like you said, you're never going to tap Baron Sanger apart from attacking. No, if it was like not tap, but was like an activated like a ability that didn't yeah, tap yeah, him, it'd be yeah. better. But just like, no. if you've actually killed like two things, he's a 9-9 flyer and you have to you're tap not, him to save. Him. If you could tap to save himself, that would be better. Yes. Because yeah. then, at least if you, could, you didn't swing, you could, you could save him. Or you could do like untap stuff, but like he's <clears> just going to die. If he had partner, you could put him with Sak- Sakashima oh, and they could regenerate they themselves. Yeah. So good. <laughs> <laughs> but the other Baron, Sengir the Dark Baron is a legitimate force to be reckoned with. Uh, anyone who doesn't think th- otherwise has never faced him in a casual environment. Yeah. Um, he's obviously not CEDH level, but uh, but he's fine. Yeah, but that's how we judge everything, right? Look, Evan, I'm just throwing out the options, all right? Sure. Since we're both part of that garbage Facebook group. I know. Uh, uh, I have been, <coughs> as a teaser for people, uh, Brian and I have been collecting posts. Ooh. And we plan to read them. Around uh, New Year's. Around Trying New Year's. Trying to convince we'll an episode. To do a New Year's uh, episode. Uh, we're going to read some of the posts that <laughs> make us Ooh, cringe. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. <laughs> I've had a couple. Uh, they've been good. Some hot takes. It's rough. Uh, to be fair, like I have to scroll through 30 of them to find one. But there's one that's just off the rails. Because oh, yeah. some of it's just boring. It's just like, hey, yeah. does anyone know how to build Marin? It's, You're it's like, the same, okay, I mean, this is It's obvious. the same questions over and over and over again, right? But it's how people phrase them. And then the, yeah. the really where you get to the real good stuff I just is discovered the comments. That I like the, like, I just, has anyone else seen Aether Flux in my Sithis deck? Am I the only one? <laughs> it's pretty much phrased like, I just discovered this. It's like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. like everyone knew this. That happens all the time. I love it. Uh, what are your next ones? Uh, I was going to talk about a guy who they tried to make better, and I don't think they did. Uh, uh, Ludovic? 
Oh, um, my little flip man. Because he just came uh, out, and I think he's got <coughs> two interesting cards, but if they're good cards, is highly debatable. Um, but I know that people were excited for the new version. Uh, the, uh, I don't know why your search isn't working at all. Um, Ludovic uh, ne Necro Alchemist was from uh, Commander 2016, and he's one blue-red for a 1-4 Human wizard that has, at the beginning of each player's end step, that player may draw a card if a player <coughs> other than you lost life this turn and his partner. Yes. And I know when it came out, there's a bunch of people who are like, he's supposed to be like a necromancer, like bringing back like these zombies. That that doesn't, none of that explains any of it. <laughs> like he, he partnered with Krom, uh, who sort of made sense as his, his, his yeah. sort of creation. But, like, none of that made sense as an is it commander that draws. Uh, and, and he's got this weird sort of, like, you know, group slug effect where you're encouraging other people to take damage. Yeah. To draw cards. And they're just like, that's that's fine and all, but, like, how does that fit Didn't the that character? Edric do that, too? Or someone? Who was the other general that, that wanted you to hit other people? Edric is, like, when a creature does damage, people draw a card. If it's not to them. Yes. To the one who controls Edric. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's similar to that, but this is like one this because is it's way a partner, worse. so it's way worse. Down. Gotcha. Yeah. So like, so then they finally like <coughs> made the you know what 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 he should be, given um, uh, of course now I don't remember what his name is. What it's is he? Ludovic the Necro Genius. Uh, Lud let me give take a second to look him up. He is the Demir one though, which makes more sense. And he just came out. Yeah. He, he was from uh, from the last. Um, the werewolf set. Yeah, from Midnight Hunt. There it is. Um, so there he goes. He's one and black, and he is complicated to play. He's a cool idea. But again, I think there's just too many hoops. But it's like they actually made the commander they were supposed to make the first time. Yes. Uh, so blue and a black, 2-3. Whenever he enters the battlefield or attacks, mill a card. For, and this is where the problem is, for X, blue, blue, black, black, exile X creature cards from your graveyard, transform them. X can't be zero. Uh, activate, activate only, only as a sorcery. sorcery. Yeah. So we've got a lot of hoops to fill. Yes. Uh, to make uh, Oleg Ludovic's <coughs> Hubris, which is supposed to be like him transforming himself into a monster this time. Uh, and it is a 4-4. And as this creature transforms into this one, uh, it becomes a copy of a creature card exiled with it, except its name is Oleg. Uh, it's a 4-4. It's a legendary blue-black zombie in addition to its other colors and types. Put a number of 1-1 one, one counters on it equal to the number of creature cards exiled with it. Um, I don't know why it says it's a zombie in addition to its other types when it's already a zombie. but uh, Because it becomes a copy of the creature. Copy. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, and I guess it just has to have a creature type. So the problem with it is uh, you have to exile a bunch of cards um, if you want to make it big. Because if you exile, like, three cards, it'll be a 7-7. Seven, seven. But it's also going to cost you seven to do that. Yes. Um, so, like, there's just no way to, like, cheat it or make it super good. Um, it's just a lot of steps. Um, if it was, like, just X, it would be, like, really strong. Um, but with the like two two <coughs> blue and two black, so here, it's just so here's what you do so tough to pull off. And figuring out exactly what to exile is key. But then it's tricky because yeah, anyway, you exile. You, you here's to, what you do, Evan. I already yep. figured it out. Perfect. I got this. Tell me. So you have a Swiftfoot boots or lightning grease in play. Sure, they, you they're good trigger cats. this guy, right? You're gonna cast one of the two, creatures, and then you're gonna no, no, do. You, you've already cast him. Okay, I you're thought gonna, the boots were to give him haste. Yeah, but no, no, they're to, they're to, they're to also giving protection. Okay. Because you're going to turn him into a blighted agent. <laughs> uh, blighted agent having infect of some sort. An unblockable. Oh sure, yeah, <laughs> make him an infect deck. <laughs> then um, you're gonna you're gonna exile six creatures with this. So you're gonna pay ten. Yeah. And you're gonna flip him. He's gonna be a blighted four four agent with six exiled creatures. Yeah. He becomes ten ten, and then you're gonna hit someone for lethal. There you go. Yeah, and it's for ten. It's all it's gonna take those things, like what yeah. things that are like what's a creature that has low power that would be super good as a high power? Like uh mm. like a marionette master would be, but uh, that feels too complicated because you have to like sack artifacts. Although that would I feel be like Demir fucking absolute monster. It would be, <laughs> but like to guarantee that, I mean you could get in tomb and stuff you, like that. You could run a bunch of treasure. That's that's actually a good idea. Yeah, maybe you can make it. I mean, it. effects like that, though, you just fill your deck with things like that, right? So, like, the uh, yeah. Marionette Master. 
You got to find the ones that are like guy. equal to power or infect yeah, or something yeah. like that, that. Something that's going to kill quick. So Even Skithrix can go in here. Like you just you just want to be able to kill people with this guy right away. Yeah, you need something that was low power that you can now make. Like the 4-4 four, four is good. And if you could yeah. make it a 6-6, six, six, that's even better. The other thing that I'd like um, to point out to everyone about this, though, who's listening, is that once you exile those creatures, you're never getting them back. So. That, see, that's the cost. Mm. So <laughs> that's why I said they made him. He's super co- cool. He, he fits what he's supposed to. But there's a yeah. few hoops you have to jump through. It's true. Which makes him a little difficult. I still think he's a better general than the original one. He definitely is. Yeah. The original one, uh, just I said, I don't think he worked very yeah. well. Um, Krom was like the good one or whatever that one is. Uh, his creation. Bye, Krom! But, <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> I just wish there was a couple less hoops, but I think it's an interesting card, so they've, they've, they've upgraded him for sure. Yes, they have. Yeah, definitely. Uh, my next... One is going to... We're going to go back to Phyrexia because that's where I like to live, it seems. But yeah. we're going to pick a lowly wizard from the ranks of Phyrexia. Oh, I was going to say a, I was gonna hero, say Urza, but now I remember who A hero who turns into the dark side. We're going with Urtai. Is this just because you really so, want to build Urtai? It is, because I really <laughs> want to build... Also, I'd love to own a foil... I believe the foil version of Urtai, the Corrupted. So there's two versions of Urtai. The Corrupted, I think we talked about as a random commander. And yes. we realized that it would be oppressive if built right. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. I feel both of them are, are fairly oppressive creatures. Um, Urtai comes in two forms. His original one was from uh, st- from Exodus. Sorry, not Stronghold. Uh, he is Urtai the Wizard Adept for three. He's a 1-1 one, one human wizard. Tap four. Tap him. Counter target spell. Very simplistic. <clears throat> yeah, four is a tough cost, but countering four. any spell is pretty good. And it counter spell on a stick when you need to. Yeah. You know, Wizard Tribal and Modern Blue can go places. This guy can just put good stuff in there, and he's just your backup. Yeah. You just win with Thoracle. Well, no, you can't yeah. play the other part. Just totally. Passes Oracle. Just Thoracle. <laughs> yeah. We'll clone what Rule we'll zero. do. Rule a. zero. We'll a. put Demonic Consultation in your blue deck. We'll clone <laughs> We'll clone Consecrated Sphinx a few times. Put Thoracle in there. There you go. Draw your deck out. I was thinking uh, Rule <laughs> Zero, Urtai gets Partner. <laughs> partner with Prismatic Piper. Then now boom. you can play now Demonic Constellation. Now you're there. Time. You got there. Uh, Urtai the Corrupted, <laughs> who appeared later after he turned Phyrexian, and he's been he's been turned into a Phyrexian yeah. under the new Phyrexia wave that they did where they turned like 200 creatures or whatever into Phyrexian. Oh, man. It's so complicated. So I just realized all the splicers now make Phyrexian <clears throat> golems. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So like even the tokens are wrong. <laughs> all the tokens are wrong. So I mean, they looked like Phyrexians, but... Uh, he's a he's a 3-4 for 5, 2 in Esper, and we did talk about him in a random commander. Uh, you tap a blue, tap him, sack a creature, or enchantment, counter target spell. He's a far better commander. There's no doubt. Yeah, for sure. He costs a little less. Or a little more, but you're getting so much more out of them. You only have to pay one. Sacking a creature, there's lots of times that you want to sack a creature. Well, and you're in black. You could put yeah. all of those sack effects in there. You could put you every... Just, you just put a breeding pit in and then just watch oh, people cry. <laughs> Tevish Sat's going to be in there. Breeding pit's going to be in there. I'm just killing thralls. This guy's just killing thralls yeah. all day. Uh, yeah, sacking a creature is not... Uh, not hard. If and they printed, like, you know, one, a, a spell that was one blue sack a creature counter a spell... It would be like you play it ever. You would never not one of the most powerful counter spells. Instantly be like a fifty dollar or more counter spell. Yeah. No matter what slot, if you put it in mythic, probably a hundred. Like it would just go to if it's just one sack of creature. Yeah, yeah, that's going in every dimmer deck in the world. Um, So Urtai the Corrupted, not only does he he kick that Phyrexian can for me, he also uh, he also gets you into Esper, which is as we talked about before, is a pretty potent uh, set of colors to play in. Yeah, it's one of the good ones. Yeah, and he lets you sacrifice a creature. He also can get rid of an enchantment in a pinch, so if you got something screwing up your board or someone like you... Like you demonic know. lore, those yeah. bad ones they made. Yeah, exactly. You're about to die, well, get rid of it and counter a spell. Um, or just, you know, you got something you got something out that you don't really like anymore and you want to you wanna move on from it. Sure, your yeah. breeding pit. Your breeding pit. Uh, well, out of desperation, yeah. You exactly. You have that option for one blue. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. The one blue is key because the other one, the four, is a little bit like four is huge. Holding up four, four is, huge, yeah. is is tough. You probably holding have up one blue is pretty easy. You probably have a better counter spell in hand. Can he sack <laughs> himself? A creature. Yeah. <laughs> that's see, that's even worse yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, okay. Now whether you'd want to when he would cost seven on recast. That's sure, but story. again, in a pinch. In a pinch, he goes there. Uh, Urtai, the Wizard Adept, is a personal favorite card of mine. Like over, like hands yeah, down. Yeah, just 
I've always loved it. Nostalgia for it. I, I I used to play him in my decks even when he didn't work back in the sixty card days. Right, like yeah, he just yeah. he never countered a spell. I never left four up. <laughs> like you know, you always are like, well, you, oh, no one will play it this time. In the, in the sixty card days too, you ran four of your best counter spells, right? Or right, or you ran yeah. six counter spells, like four and then two arcane denials. You didn't need four up. Like you never left that up. No. Sixty card days were a lot more. And four is better than force of know, will. That they were was a lot five. more efficient. Yeah. Yeah, we just threw those away. <laughs> <laughs> I must have thrown away a dozen of them. The number keeps going up, but it was at least a playset that I got rid of. Yeah. But I just didn't. You were like, whatever. This well, spell sucked. Gar- garbage card. But uh, Urtai the Corrupted is definitely a better commander. Urtai the Wizard Adepto isn't a terrible add in a blue deck. No. I mean, just having a counterspell threat, if you got nothing else oh, to yeah. do, there's, just sits there's, there. I always like those cards. As a commander, though... He suffers from not doing anything. Yeah, he ends up a blue control deck that you go, how do you win? And you go, well, uh, I guess I have to lean on... <laughs> and then you, you realize that there's just better control generals out there, like almost any of them. <laughs> Every other you one. could You could run tomorrow's I'm as Familiar, and you're in a you're, you're double the mana cost of him, and the you're in a better place. Commander yeah, you're in ever. a better place. Uh, Mostly because then you also run Possess Portal. Sure, and then you at least have a lock. Then you then you at least laugh at people. Yeah. This this deck doesn't get to laugh knowledge, at anyone. Knowledge no pool. one no one gets to laugh when they play Urta. <laughs> so the corrupted is definitely the better card, both in the ninety nine and in as a general. Alright, I'm gonna talk about mine because I only realized this week they were the same person. Okay. Uh as I fail to actually search for them. It's uh Anawan. Oh, the um, the vampire. I didn't realize that when the um uh, the, when the the rogue general was the same as the old one. Oh, uh, really? Until very recently, just because they're so different. Man, you were you were bad at figuring things I out. I am <clears throat> just absolutely terrible. Um, but it's because they're so different. Uh, like the first one isn't even a rogue. Um, they just like completely changed them. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So the the old one is Anawan the Ruin Sage. Uh, three black black for a four three. Uh, essentially the abyss. Uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, each player sacrifices a non-vampire creature. Guess it's on your upkeep, not theirs. It's fine. People play it in vampire decks, but yeah. it doesn't really like. No one really cares that greatly. They just play it because they have one. It's annoying. It's like a bad shieldred. Um, because it makes them sacrifice something. Most people aren't playing vampires, so it's pretty much sack a creature. Uh, but you don't get any other benefit. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and I said I d- didn't realize that one of the most popular Demir generals ever uh, <laughs> happened to be the same guy. And it was like, wow, they really, they really stepped this character up a notch <laughs> from utterly forgotten uh, <laughs> commander That's to... Amazing. To, uh, you know, uh, the Zendikar Rising one. So, Anawan, the Ruin Thief, is a vampire rogue instead of a vampire shaman. Oh. Uh, he is two blue-black for a 2-4. Other rogues get plus one, plus one. Whenever one or more rogues you control deals combat damage to a player, that player mills a card for each one damage dealt to them. If the player mills at least one creature card this way, you draw a card. Um, this is a very popular one. It came out as one of the... Um, the annoying I complain about uh, the commander decks. Oh, yeah. by the way, there was someone on that Facebook group. I wish I'd <gasps> seen a picture of it. Why do we keep fucking back, coming uh, back to that Complaining, Facebook. complaining uh, with like Crimson Vow. And people were like, oh, are you going to buy it? And they're like, uh, I, r- I really like the days when they'd like print like things like the old Edgar. And there was like a ton of value in it. But now there's just like, there isn't really a ton of value and it. it's not worth it. <laughs> and it's like, y- you are oh. aware that you're comparing commander product to the the set like these decks are not commander 2021 those yeah. were way back in those were, these are these are strictly, which by the way had value these are strictly them. set release commander it's decks. like yeah yeah this deck has like 12 new cards that's how it's mar- anyway so that's the stuff i read that so we save posts on was it we'll you and me talking about, about the wedding ring yeah on yeah the podcast turns out they're only available in set boosters and collector boosters Okay, we're, that's we're where trying you get to figure them. out where to get yeah, them. Yeah, that's where you get them. It Those was the, that and the um, the horror guy that we were again, like, I don't know how to get same, this card. Same diff. They're only available in the set, and they're not available in draft boosters, and they're not available in the commander product. I like that Wedding Ring uh, is decent, but severely overpriced right now. People are killing which it. Which I think killing is it. very fitting for a Wedding Ring. Yeah. That it just costs too much for what it too is. Too much money <laughs> for what it's worth. Um, Eventually, you'll lose it. Oh yeah! yeah just, uh, like, look at this one. I'll have to just pawn throw it, it away. Just, let's throw it on the table. Well, my wife's not even paying attention. <laughs> it's a wreck of a joke. Uh, 
Anyway, back Anawan. to, back Anawan. to Anawan. Um Because it is aggressive and rogues was an under underutilized class, mm. um, which then didn't come back really in uh, D&D. I feel like Demir rogues didn't really get this shine. Uh, weirdly enough, Zendikar got it. Um, people wanted to play rogues. Uh, it was a rogue general. It gets your card draw. It makes people mill, which everyone loves and everyone hates. Uh, <laughs> it just did so much. And so I just wanted to point out that it's the same character. And if you liked Anawan, because it turns out there's like a pile of books where Anawan's the main character. Really? Yeah. When I, I was no trying idea. to like look up Anawan, I was like, my God, this just goes on forever. Like there's <laughs> so much about him. And he was so terrible. He's, I mean. The, so it's it's nice to see that they, they give him the shout out he deserves. Two, there's two super different Anawans though. Right. I yeah, mean, that's why I didn't realize yeah. they were the same yeah. person. And they're both. And because this guy's the rogue general, you yes. don't remember he's a vampire. And he's not even a very good rogue general. Well, he's like the best rogue general. Sure. <laughs> we'll go with that. Well, I can't think of another. Oh, Sig. Maybe I was gonna go Morophon. More. Get the fuck out of my head. Scarab God is the best Demir rogue general. Um. He it, another shout out to our trivia. <laughs> <laughs> Anawan, uh, Anawan is uh, both of his versions do things mediocre. Like the vampire guy kills one a turn. Like who it's gives fine. a shit? Like yeah. that's not even a real thing. And this guy, like when you hit people with bad cards, they do one you thing. Get, you get decent stuff. Sure. People like this though. They do like it, but so that's I'm saying because at least it's a generally. That's people because like Dimir is, is bad. Is bad, and it's people want it to be good. It's because we've, we talked about this in a, like our colors. We talk about it all the time. Demir really struggles with its identity. Yeah. Its identity is tied to milling. Yes. Uh, but milling isn't good. Milling doesn't win you games, um, Magic. So it's really record. hard to figure out what v one good at. You can kill people with mill. What happens, though, and we discussed this, too. We've beaten this one to death. You mill one player to death with like a double traumatize and then the rest of the board kills you <laughs> yeah, because you have you nothing because your whole deck's mill yeah you're playing those dumb mormons or something and they can't block it and they just die like yeah so anyway it's 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 bad <clears throat> so well this was trying to go aggro demir but i mean i applaud they them can't trying. all build ramsey's over deck like i did no they can't None of like really. None I mean, of them should. Know, none of them should. <laughs> I really enjoy that. And if that you're gonna deck. build, if you're gonna build Dimir, you build Una. That was the old way to do it. But then you make infinite man and you mill everyone. <laughs> you don't mill them. You exile. Oh sure. <laughs> I mean the same way. I did like uh, Circu Lantern. It does seem really funny. Circu Lantern. Uh, so Circu, where you win <clears> with. Um, uh, dramatic reversal uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Ice Crown Scepter. Ex- but the other way to play it is you play with the lantern <coughs> effects where you see the top cards <laughs> and then you just exile specific cards from people <laughs> until, until so they can't draw them <laughs> um, because also land. people can't cast the ones that have been exiled. So yeah. if you know that there's like, oh, Brian has a bowl of Citadel and he probably has one too, I'll hit the bowl of Citadel and I'll save that. It it's really funny. Yeah yeah, 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 because it will just mess up everyone. Yeah. Telepathy, that's a really good one to have in there too. Um, but yeah, so Dimir does suffer from that. I, I, yeah. But which general's better? Uh, Anawan the Ruin Thief. Okay. The Rogue one is by far better. We're going to go with uh, my last combo. The Oh, in oh, the 99, oh. the other one's better. Yes. This would be terrible. In a vampire <laughs> tribal. Sure. This would be awful <laughs> in... This would pretty much be awful in anything. In your Morophon rogue deck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, right. My final combo is... I was going to say, I don't have another one, because okay. I assumed we'd run out of time. We're so this there. will be the last We're one. We're calming down. Calm down. Uh, is Aurelia. Uh, so the Boros Angel. I can't think of... So Oh, the the other one's from Ravnica. Yeah, so... And it's really bad. The first Aurelia was, I believe, from Gatecrash? Was yeah. What that symbol is? Uh, so she is the seven-drop... Let, let, just to clear Worth the it. air, seven drop Boros is pretty popular. They're both fine. This one's really good. It's just this seven drop super and good. Boros is uh, a little hard. Aurelia the War Leader was flying vigilance haste for seven three four angel. Pretty good. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. But her power is what really tips her over the edge. Whenever she attacks for the first time each turn, untap all creatures you control, <laughs> so good. whether they attacked or not. Yep. They just untap. After this phase, there's an additional combat phase. So the, the haste with that ability is actually really good. And of course, much like many of our uh, many commanders that do combat triggers, she goes infinite with Helm of the Host. Well, yes. Because she'll create a second copy, first time it attacks, and you get to second You attacks. need a lot more than 12 mana to pull that off in one turn. You do. <laughs> you do. And you're in Boros. 
So makes it to you, makes it not. Although with Sigarda's aid, you only need twelve mana, literally twelve mana. But uh, yeah, that'll help you. So anyway, she's a. We don't talk about infinites like they matter though. Fuck that combo. Um, but if you are a degenerate Boros player and you do have twelve mana just laying around and a Sigarda's aid and a Sigarda's aid out, feel free. <laughs> uh, or you could use the uh, the giant, the Vigilance four four uh, Stone sure, Hero or or a Brass Squire. Brass Squire, yep. Yeah. Uh, Magnetic the, Theft. The, if you the, got 13. What's the, uh, what's the hammer? Hammer of Nizan will auto equip. You need that first, though. No, yeah. You're up to like 16, out. man. Yeah, you're already. <laughs> whatever, man. Uh, so Aurelia the War Leader is the first one. She's a pretty popular Boros commander. She's got 850 decks, which I feel is probably like in the mid range for Boros. Yeah. Um, on our, uh, our, our, our site that we always use, EDH Rec. Yeah, yeah. In case anyone's wondering where we're getting these numbers from, we're not just making them up out of our head. Again, I'm assuming everyone goes there. You would, but again. Most people to build their decks. <laughs> <laughs> so, or look up information. The other the other Aurelia was printed later on, and they kind of powered her down. Very uh, much so. Aurelia, she's good at standard. <clears throat> she's, she's fine. She's a fine yeah. angel. Mostly because she's a... she's a, she's a So it's Aurelia the Exemplar of Justice. She costs four, two in Boros, for a 2-5 flying. She has Mentor. Whenever this creature attacks, put a plus one, plus one counter on a target attack creature with lesser power than her. Uh, at the beginning of combat on your turn, choose up to one target creature you control. Until end of turn, it gets plus two, plus oh. It gets Trample if it's red, and Vigilance if it's white, and both if it's Boros. Yes. <coughs> so Which the idea is it swings as a four or five. It swings as a four or five, a and four or five and flying buffs up for its other. four is pretty good. It's pretty good. But with Trample and it's, Vigilance. It's not, yeah. It's not the best, but it's also... It's hard to match the early Aurelia. Yeah. To be fair, the seven-drop Boros generals were a uniquely powerful set of generals. <laughs> Gisa. That Gisela, Gisela. Aurelia. A uh, like, they were uniquely powerful. Yeah. They're essentially the only reason why Boros is on the map, in my mind. Bruce Tyrell being well, the they, other one. Well, they've changed up. Like, everyone, I think it's because of Infinites. Uh, Boros being a beater color has never really worked. So now, like, uh, uh, Oscar or whatever... The combo artifact one is popular. Yeah. And Feather the combo, yes. You know one is popular, uh, and the beatdown <laughs> Boros has sort of taken a taken a, a, a bit hit. of a hit. But you know that's what the olden days were was just Boros, just yeah. beat face. And let me tell you right now, as much as you may scoff at them being a newer player playing your Feather deck, if that other Boros player gets to seven and drops Gisela, you're in for a very bad time <laughs> from there on out. There's oh, yeah, not going to be sure. there's not going to be too much fun happening. And white. White can actually ramp, and red can impulse. Like you can get to you seven can get to seven too very much easily. difficulty. You, you can smothering I mean, tithe will get you to seven pretty quick. A relatively <laughs> a relatively popular f- a YouTube channel showed a guy play Jessica's Will on turn one. Yeah, and make it to seven mana. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, you need the you need some white in there, you but need, you know, need some, he well he used black, but yes, but I mean you can do it. You can get there fast. Yeah. Right? A soul ring and a mana uh, and a mana rock on turn one. Yeah. Sorry. And a soul t- ring and a mountain. Turn two, you cast Jessica's Will. You cast one of your generals with a white. Yeah. I mean, you get there. I, I think they all require two white, but I don't remember. Still. I could, then look, you have, yeah. I could look it up, but yeah. I'm pretty sure. Sacred Foundry is one of your lands. In. Who cares? You're done. Perfect. There you go. You uh, play a plateau. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <right>. That's it. <laughs> and then we'll time twister after that. Um, well, sure. Uh, Better be a black-bordered plateau, too, <laughs> and get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> so, so Aurelia, it's to me, there's 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 not too much of a... I mean, it's the original one, the seven-drop, but Exemplar of Justice is no slouch. I will not deny her her place. She's fine. She's just not as good as her predecessor. Yeah. Uh, in a deck, they're both very good. Um, Aurelia, the war leader, will suffer from being targeted a lot more. True. If you play her, she'll either be countered or killed as quickly as possible. Yeah, but again, the people ignore Boros, so they just sort of forget. They do. They do. And they just ignore you I until know that. it's too late. I play a, f- I fa- play play a feather them. deck. I've played, well, I've played every Boros general but yeah. that I know of. Pretty close. You, you're pretty close <laughs> to playing all the Boros <laughs> ones. Um, but feather, feather being probably the most resilient of them, even Feather gets ignored. Completely. Actually, we're going through the Boros now. Right, I haven't played. You've uh, done Feather. No Osgear. You haven't done no Winona. Winona. I haven't done well, that. The combo. partners doesn't matter. I have done Dwarves. Uh, I have not done that. No. Or Akiri. You've yes. done Fire Song. Yeah. Yes. Done Aurelia. Yes. Not no. Zirda because that's not a real commander. There's no. two new. No. New Brian. Yes. Uh, yes. General. Oh yeah, he was good. Uh, he General was fun, Ferris. Yeah. Gisela. Yes. Uh, no. no. Not the new yes. ones. Aroas. 
No. Lower hold, I think, would be fun. Like, there's no. so many new ones. There's new ones that I haven't played yet. That uh, just... I didn't do Hackdose because a friend of ours did. Yep. Calamin? No. No. Then no. More partners. Uh, no. Acroma? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you do Flip Avacyn? Yeah. Or Flip. Yeah, yep. Avacyn? Yeah. Yep. yep. Jorkadim, I played it. I, I played against Jorkadim, that. Yeah. Gerard, no, because no. that, that's a that's a weird combo general that does yeah. a bunch of shit at once. Yeah, it's I know. bad. It's really uh, weird. I, I am doing the next Are one. Are you now. doing Rem Carolus? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's so weird. Uh, uh, Tajik. Yep. Uh, other Tajik, because he'll come up. Uh, I haven't done Tiana. I haven't done those partners. The partner with each Belborka, other. Belborka. Someone else. Someone made. else did it in our play group. I've done Bruised Harl. But not with not Akiri. with Akiri or Akiri alone. Uh, the uh, Deans are terrible. There's the Chajik. The Odric. You're so making I'm building Odric. that now, yeah. Yeah, see? Brian's a big Boros person. Uh, I built her. Adriana? Yeah. Built her. Uh, no. No, that's yes. Smith. Aurelia. No. Oh, that man. One's, that one's very Phoenix bad. and Samedi. Oh, that one's very so bad. bad. Uh, uh, Bassandra? Yes. Really? Yep. Wow, that's and a I terrible And I built one. Anya next to it. Uh, that's also a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're into the bad zone. Uh, oh, come on. You can't have done Argus Koss. Uh, I didn't, but he was in a bunch of my uh, Boros decks or, earlier. Or Munda. Those I like didn't even know that Some existed. of the worst I didn't commanders. even know that, that was a real thing. Uh, he can get allies from the top of your library. I built Razia. Razia? Yep. Razia is... Very bad. Very I mean, bad. That's and like I built, I built, built Bruce Chief Jim, I haven't built Jim, Chief Jim, Jim Hopper yet. No, I have not. <laughs> all right. So Brian's built like 75% of all Boros generals. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So anyway. Uh, so he knows what he's talking about. Look, if you have a Boros question, you come to me and I will set you straight. Yeah. Um, that's our episode. Yeah. It's I don't think we need to go random commander. We just read through all the Boros <laughs> commanders. We literally just went through like seven random commanders out of the 14 commanders we talked about. So, yeah, we're, we're good. Uh, thanks for listening. You guys can find us on Facebook. We have a page there, EDH Rekt. You can find us on Twitter to follow uh, my hot takes because Evan still doesn't know how to get and in. Brian's beef that he's uh, creating. I'm I did, slowly I checked it recently to it. see who you were fighting with. Uh, this time I was picking on a certain content creator who was throwing out uh, shade at uh, – at people who enjoy who don't like proxies. Oh well, that's so us. This, this content, yeah, of course. <laughs> and I, I was just like, I was like, well, I don't, I don't need to. And and that's why my I had a Twitter post about the fact that I wish that Twitter had just like the little emojis that you could pick instead of just a heart. Okay. Because you can just laugh at someone on Facebook. Yes, yeah, true. And show your disdain without in, in yeah, actually yeah. interacting. Right. But, and I didn't want to interact with this person, so I just moved on. So you just do like proxies or socialism. They were just like they were just like proxies. that should be okay. They're so they should. We anyway, we, had we don't a whole need to episode. talk about. Go this. find our proxies episode. Don't ask Look. me what name number it was. It was like it in the fifties. It should be obvious if you scroll back through them. Yeah, we yeah, talk yeah. about when proxies are okay. and yeah. why in general they had we the don't exact like opposite proxies. reaction of ours. By the way, they said that you should proxy all the expensive stuff. Like you no. should have proxy duels only if you're and playing proxy, CDH. Like, well, yeah. If you're playing at your kitchen table with your friends, then don't yeah. do that. If you drop a proxy guy's cradle at my table, I'm going to tell you to get it. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not, going to take the card and rip it out. You're not welcome here anymore. Uh, we had a friend who did that. But anyway, uh, I, will <laughs> I will leave us on that note. We did. We we tried to start a Twitter war, and then I thought best of it. I channeled my inner Evan and backed off. That's good. Uh, you can find us on Patreon as well, uh, where we just shift all of our money into where prize support. Where we buy support. things like sleeves that we sleeves give away. Sleeves that we don't give away till the very end. Uh, but other than that, you guys have a good night, and we'll chat with you next time. See you later. Bye-bye.